Hey girlies, it's Carmen. I hope you're having an amazing day. Um, today we're talking all about sustainability, which I'm super excited about and it's something I'm really passionate about. And yeah, so let's just get into it. And also happy late Valentine's Day. I know I'm recording this earlier in the week. It's actually a Tuesday because I'm going out of town, um, later, but, uh, happy Valentine's Day. I hope you guys had a great day. Um, vibing with yourself, with your gal pal, um, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. And yeah, let's just do the best and worst of the week first because that's what we always do. So for the best of the week, it's just that this week I have a winter break, which has been really nice just because I needed a break. I feel like I've been overworking myself with school and I just took the ACT as I talked about in my last episode, which I mean, like it was fine. It was okay. It wasn't that bad, but also it wasn't like great. The math was really hard. Um, just cause I, most of it on the ACT is geometry and I haven't, um, like done geometry since eighth grade. So I really don't remember any of it and I have to like relearn all of it, which just kind of sucks. But I mean, it's okay. Other than that, this week has been pretty good. Um, I actually started a new book. I've been reading one for, um, a book club which I don't think I was supposed to start, but, like, I did, and I'm, like, halfway through, and then I just stopped myself because I was like, I don't want to get too far ahead. But then I started this other book. Um, If you are into reading, you've most definitely heard of it. It's called From Blood and Ash. Um, Everyone says it's spicy. I haven't gotten to any spicy parts, so I'm, like, kind of low-key confused. And, like, I, yesterday, I literally read 200 pages because I was trying to get to, like, you know, like, the spicy stuff. And I was like, dude, this book is 600 pages. If we're 200 pages in, like, come on. Like, hmm. But, you know, it's, it's like, actually good. I was just, I feel like from TikTok, I just get so hyped up about a book and then it's just, like, fine. Like, I read Six of Crows and everyone was like, oh, my God, this book was so good. And, I mean, like, it was good, but, like, it was fine. And then I read The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, which everyone on TikTok was like, oh my gosh, this literally broke me. This book is so beautiful. I'm heartbroken. And I read it and I was like, yeah, did I cry? Um, Yes. But did it completely obliterate me? No. Like, I feel like TikTok is just getting me way too hype about books. And then I just think they're not as good. So maybe I need to stop looking at TikTok for book recommendations, but also mm, probably not. But speaking of TikTok, um, another exciting thing was that this week, I think, um, let me check. I don't know what it is exactly, but we got a bunch of new followers on TikTok, which is cool. Um, right now we have 17,000, which is like kind of crazy that that many people follow me. I don't really know why. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. Thank you for that. Um, I literally texted my mom (laughs) when I saw that. I was like, mom, guess what? I'm famous. I'm like, definitely not, but it was just funny. I was like, how do you feel to have your daughter being like such an icon? And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud. We were just joking though. But anyway, The worst of the week is just, um, that I've just been bored. I mean, it's, like, nothing bad. Like, nothing has really happened this week. It's just been a kind of, like, meh, kind of boring week. I haven't been doing much. It's break. I'm just chilling at home. So, nothing really bad. Just, like, I'm kind of bored, and I need to pack later. 
And I guess another thing that's just been annoying is that I have to, like, prep a lot of stuff since I'm going to be out of town. need to make sure I have all the podcast stuff done, and that's, like, why I'm recording this early. Even though, like, I feel like I just recorded. I think I recorded an episode, like, three or four days ago, which is just, like, feels so close. But honestly, I'm just very excited about this episode. I, I don't know. I have... I love sustainability. It's so fun. But speaking of that, so pretty much this episode, we're just talking about, like, sustainability in general, greenwashing, um, like, greenwashing, what it is, um, yada, yada, um, what you can do to be more sustainable, and my experience with sustainability, and, like, what I've learned about it, slash, about myself. So, yeah. But, of course, we have the quote of the week. And right before I sat down to record this, I was actually looking through Pinterest trying to find quotes, you know, as I do. And I was like, oh my god, like, how am I going to relate a quote to, like, sustainability? This is practically impossible. Then I found this one, and I was like, oh, oh my god, this is so good. I was so proud of myself. It's, like, not even my quote, and I was proud of myself. But it says, I focus on what I can control, and I let go of what I can't. And I think this relates to sustainability and also, like, life in general. Just, like, you shouldn't worry about what other people are doing or what they think. And then related to sustainability, oh, my God, I literally can't talk. I don't know why I'm stuttering so much. Sorry about that. But um, with sustainability, you shouldn't worry about, like, um, what other people are doing. Just worry about, like, what you can do better, what you can change in your life because, I mean – you might not be able to change other people, but there you can, like, change the aspects in your life to make yourself more sustainable, um, better person, kinder, whatever. But you can't really change someone else. That's kind of out of your control. So just letting go of that and really focusing on what you can change, then you'll just be much more in control and you'll feel a lot um, more content. Is that English? I think so. But, yeah. Um, don't forget to leave a review, subscribe, follow, do all the things. You already know. Um, I say this two times in every episode. Also, we have like a hundred subscribers on YouTube, which is yay, cool, fun times. Literally, I feel like I abuse people on YouTube. Not like actually, just like I don't give YouTube any attention. I post it and then I don't go on it until like the next week. Like I never look at YouTube. Um, People were asking me one day, they were, like, DMing me, like, oh, my gosh, like, how do you grow your YouTube? How do you grow your YouTube? I was like, dude, like, I have no fucking idea. Like, if you know, you tell me. I'm just posting, and, like, that's it. I don't know what time I'm supposed to post. All the YouTubers listening right now are, like, cringing. Um, I, I probably, I definitely know I could do YouTube, like, a lot better. But, honestly, I'm lazy, and it's not my priority. Like, if I wanted to, I could do, like, videos where I actually show my face and not actually the audio, but, like, when I record, I just look disgusting, and I don't feel like doing that, and then also my thumbnails are just actually disgusting, um, but, you know, it's fine, vibing, it's okay, but anyway, before we get into all the sustainability stuff, um, I'm gonna take a quick water break, and then I'll be right back, and I'm back! Hey, guys, so, um, yeah, sustainability, we're gonna be talking about, like, minimalism, eco-friendly vibes, you know, like, happy planet stuff. If you don't know what, like, sustainability is, which I feel like you probably do, but I will just tell you because I don't want you to be, like, sitting in the dark and, like, have to Google it. 
But it's pretty much just about, like, how you can be more sustainable, how you, like, things you can do that are better for the planet, more eco-friendly, um, like, things that don't add to, like, waste or plastic or trash, you know, um, I think minimalism kind of relates to that. That's just why I kind of grouped it in this category. And yeah, it's pretty much just about what you can do better to help the planet, even though it's like just a little thing. Of course, there's always little things we can all do to make things better. And first, I just wanted to address the topic of greenwashing. And greenwashing, according to the internet, I'll give you a quick definition. But greenwashing is the process of conveying false impression impressions or providing misleading information about how a company's products are more environmentally sound. Greenwashing is considered an unsubstantiated claim to deceive consumers into believing that a company's products are environmentally friendly. So, pretty much summarizing that, um greenwashing is just where companies like say they're sustainable and say they're like an eco-friendly brand when they're actually not. It's just like used it as a marketing thing just because, um, in case you didn't notice, like, in past years, being eco-friendly, being sustainable, it's, like, the new trendy thing for companies. Because, I mean, if you think about it, like, in grocery stores, people are like, oh, it's organic, so it must be better. Like, even though, like, I mean, TBH, it kind of tastes the same to me. But, like, or in stores like Sephora, they have, like, a whole line just called Clean Beauty. Is it actually clean? I don't know, but, like, they have a little green leaf sticker on it, so that makes me, the consumer, feel better when I'm buying it, because I'm like, oh, even though I'm just, like, diving into, like, my capitalistic ways and purchasing stuff that I technically don't need, at least, at least this foundation has a green leaf on it and I can feel better about myself, you know? So, pretty much, lesson from that it's just that if something has a green leaf sticker on it saying that it's eco-friendly, clean beauty, um, that does not technically mean it's good for the environment. I'm pretty sure I actually watched a lot of YouTube videos about this and did some research because I was kind of obsessed with like clean beauty over the summer and just like seeing like, like what's all the hype, you know? But pretty much a company can say it's clean beauty, um, and just if they use, like, a few organically sourced things or, like, natural ingredients, even though the rest can be, like, all chemicals. So, like, if your shampoo has, like, a bunch of sulfates in it, which, I mean, most of them do, and, but then they can say, like, it's, um, clean beauty or whatever, it's natural, there's, like, peppermint or whatever, I don't know. And, um, so pretty much companies can say things are good for the environment when they're actually not. So just be careful of that and be aware of that when you're purchasing items. Like, I mean, I feel like you shouldn't just buy something just because you think you're buying, like, a more sustainable option when really they, like, could be just ripping you off just because they're taking advantage of you wanting to, like, be better for the environment. But also, of course, there are companies that are actually sustainable and do have clean products, clean beauty, hair care, whatever. Those companies do exist, but there are, like, other companies that just, like, take advantage of the hype and of the trend. So, again, just be careful of that and keep that in mind. 
when you're buying things. I mean, always read the label. That's what I like to do, especially for like shampoos and stuff and conditioner, just because I have wavy hair. So I have to be more careful about like what I put on my hair, just because some things like sulfates and stuff can make my hair super dry. And I mean, I, my hair type pretty much, it's, I have dry ends and an oily scalp, which is like, the worst combination ever because that just means like if I haven't washed my hair for a few days I ultimate like triangle hair where it's like super flat at the top because it's greasy and weighed down and the bottom is super poofy especially if I brush it um I need to wash my hair today it's bothering me I put it up in a clip so it wouldn't touch my face it's actually disgusting like it literally looks wet because it's so greasy it's only been three days because I did have this is like a little off topic but so, I did have, like, a hair washing um schedule and routine. Like, I do it, I think, every three days. But I kind of got bad at that. And so, then I started doing it, like, every other day. And then my hair started getting greasier. Because, if you didn't know, you can, like, train your hair to make sure it doesn't get as oily. So, you don't have to wash it as much. So, I had been doing that for a while. Then I kind of got out of that. And now my hair has gone back to being super greasy and super disgusting. So, you know, we're just not vibing with that. But anyway, okay, back to sustainability, because I'm sure y'all don't care about my hair care routine. I mean, maybe you do. Um, I love hair care, too. Literally, um, pretty much anything but makeup, like with beauty-related things, I love it. It's so fun. So if you are like, okay, greenwashing sounds horrible, that sucks, but like, what can I do to be more sustainable? Let's say you're like a cool cat like me, um, and you're like, hmm. I want to be more like Carmen, and I want to do things that are better for the environment, even though, like, I know I'm just one person, but I still want to, like, make better habits for myself and do things that are better for the environment. Then I'll be like, wow, you sound like a really cool person. We should be friends, and now I'm going to tell you. So, first thing is just, like, a few swaps, I think, um... First one, I feel like it's super obvious, and you probably already know this one, but I'll just remind you, um, to replace your plastic, like, disposable water bottles with a reusable water bottle. So, I actually, um, I think a few months ago, I wrote a blog post about being sustainable, and in that I did some research about plastic bottles, because I don't remember why I was, like, bored one day. And apparently if you, like, a reusable plastic bottle, one, it's better for the environment because it reduces your plastic consumption, but then also, like, you're saving money because, um, you're not having to buy a new water bottle every time, like, you want to drink something and you can just use one thing that's, like, a one-time purchase. So, I just use a Hydro Flask. That's definitely not necessary. I got it for myself, um, I got, I got it for myself, I think, the summer after freshman year, I had just broken up with my boyfriend, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do something nice for myself, um, I'm gonna make myself feel better, and I was like, I don't know why, but I really wanted a Hydro Flask, it was, like, trendy at the time, and I was like, I, there's just so much hype around this, I don't know, so I got a super cute blue one. I still have it. I have the same one. And I really noticed that one, it helps me drink more water. And two, 
I, like, will bring it in the car. So instead of, like, having to get a plastic cup at a drive-thru or whatever, like McDonald's or something like that, I'll just have my water bottle. And that's, again, like, saving plastic and also saving you money because, like, you're not having to buy it. But, yeah, definitely think about using a reusable water bottle. (coughs) Oh, my God. I literally just choked on air. Ooh, buddy. Not a good time not a good time but anyway what was i saying um so yeah you should get a reusable water bottle doesn't have to be anything expensive i mean you can literally go to like walmart or i'm sure you have a water bottle at your house like just something you can carry around and it's good too to have like at school i know a lot of people are online but like if you're in person if you get a water bottle that has a straw then you don't have to like take your mask off all the way you can just like stick it under your mask The next, like, swap slash just thing you can do is to switch to a more sustainable, like, period care, period, um, supplies. So that's, like, a period cup or period underwear. And I talked about this, like, in my episode about periods. I think it's from October. I don't know exactly when. Sometime in the fall. So if you're more, if you want to hear me talk more about this, then like go listen to that episode. But um, if in case you didn't know, period waste is like insane. Like it's actually insane. Like think about like how many tampons or pads like are just in your trash can after one period, and then just like think about it your whole life, and like that's just from one week. Okay, it's like kind of insane, and also it's a lot of money. Tampons and pads really add up. So like. If you get something like a cup or a disc or the period underwear, that's like a one-time purchase and you can use that for like years. I know the cup you can use for like 10 years. I don't know how long you can use the underwear, probably like up to a year or something. But if you switch to one of these that's more sustainable, it obviously reduces your period waste. And also, it's like a life-saving for traveling because like you barely have to carry anything. You know, when you go, like, on a trip and you're so stressed, you're like, am I going to have my period this next week? Why is it that I always get my period when I'm at the beach, you know? Is that just me? Someone please tell me it's not just me. I swear my body loves to attack me and purposely gives me my period literally every single time I have a school break. Um, I don't know why. It's very annoying. So, anyway, but whenever I go out of town, I always... This was, like, before I switched to a cup, but I would always bring like a giant bag of like tampons or whatever. I don't use pads. So just like tampons and like panty liners and stuff. And that takes up a lot of space. And it's like also kind of awkward just carrying around. And if someone's going in your bag, they're like, what is this? And you're like, uh, especially if you're not comfortable with your period stuff. And then someone just finds like a box of tampons in your bag. Like, no. Okay. Having a cup in the under one underwear, you can just Put with your other pairs of underwear, so who cares? The cup comes, like, in a little small baggie. It's super small. You can carry it in a backpack. And then also, if you're, like, worried about being caught off guard, of course, you can, like, put, like, tampons, like, in a backpack. But you don't need to bring a week supply if you have a cup and underwear. And also, a cup and, like, period underwear. Also, the disc. But, like, I did not like the disc. Um, I tried that, like, a few times. It did not go well. But anyway, um, these options are better for your body in general just because you're not, like, having wet cotton sit in your vagina because if you think about it, that's, like, kind of low-key nasty. 
like the cup is like silicone so it's like you know like medical grade whatever it's won't get any infections and also no toxic shock syndrome so i mean that's a plus and then period underwear it's like a lot better than a pad because one it won't like move like a pad you know how pads can like kind of bunch and slide whatever no but anyway so i use the cup from salt it's the salt soft cup and salt is spelled s-a wait s-a-a-l-t salt with two a's yeah and then I also recently tried their period underwear, and it's actually so cute. Mine is pink. Um, it's like a dusty rose pink, and it has, like, lace at the top. I have a thong and then, like, cheeky underwear because, like, I don't know. I can't wear the big ones. They, they're just ugly. But, yeah, so you can, like, look cute, and it's better. But also, if you want to hear more about my opinions on, like, cups, my experience with that, uh, period underwear. I mean, I didn't get my period underwear until, like, December, so I didn't talk about it in that episode. But, like, listen to that episode from October if you're more interested in, like, period stuff, period tips, hacks, whatever. And, yeah. So, next thing is, like, a swap. This one definitely isn't necessary. This is probably, like, one of the least necessary things. But I just wanted to add it in. Um, just, like, solid beauty products. Um, this is, like, products like shampoo, conditioner, soap. Um, I mean, I don't know if they have solid face wash, but just like shower, shower things. Um, cause like this reduces plastic packaging. Cause if you think about it, like gel, soap, like body wash, that's a lot of plastic. And then also your shampoo bottles. And then with the solid bars, you just have like the bar and that's it. And it's also good for traveling too because again it takes up no space it's not gonna spill it's not gonna get over your stuff because i don't know about y'all but i have like ptsd from shampoo spilling over all my clothes in my backpack one year at camp i think i might have been in sixth or seventh grade actually no it was probably younger because i think it was my first year at camp and i brought this giant bottle of shampoo and when i went to open my trunk in the cabin all of my clothes were covered in soap because it had like exploded in my bag so if you don't want that to happen to you definitely suggest this and also they're like fun to use and experiment with i think i use the shampoo i use is from lush it's one of their solid ones it's like fine um i'm definitely not attached to it um and then the conditioner i have i really like i can't remember what the brand is it's either like hi to or like hello something with the word hi in it or like some sort of grading I don't remember but it, the biggest adjustment for me was the solid conditioner because like the shampoo is just like a normal bar of soap or whatever so it like suds up and it was fine but then the conditioner like it's just it's kind of weird it's a little bit of a shift but also like I now feel weird <laughs> using like liquid stuff it just feels kind of strange that's same for like the like using a cup I've been using a cup for almost a year now which is honestly insane and like cool to think about but and I think I've only used tampons once in that time and that was when I was at school I think a week or two ago and I just randomly got my period because like my period's so fucked guys like I probably need to go to the doctor I don't know it's just always been messed up so I just randomly got my period and I didn't have my cup with me so I just had to use a tampon and I literally almost gagged I was like how did I deal with this for so long? 
like once you use a cup you can't imagine going back and I know at first it's like scary I literally cried so many times um trying to do the cup trying to get it to go right but I was very set on getting it to work and I finally did it's like a little aha moment but then when I had to use tampons like I just used one and I was like oh my god I can't do it but anyway that's just like the shampoo and conditioner it just becomes a habit so again it's just what you get used to of course there's like a little change um but that's normal with anything but once you get used to it, it's fine and it's not that bad and also I've used um like toothpaste tabs before which is like solid toothpaste um, I use the ones from Lush. I think they're called like minty, minty tabs, toothy tabs, something like that. And honestly, at first I was like, what the hell? Like these are disgusting. But then after I was using it for like a month or two, it's like, holy shit. Like I literally love this. There was no mess. It was so easy. You just like chew it up in your mouth and it just works. And then I was using, once I ran out of that because I ordered it from Lush since the Lush store where I live is just closed, which is annoying. Um, but so I just, I had it ordered, but I didn't order it again. I kind of want to order it too, but again, it's so easy to travel with. It won't get anywhere. It takes up barely any space. So yeah, solid beauty products for the win. Definitely not necessary. Um, but they are really helpful. I know there's also like a brand. I don't remember what it's called. It's like hair care where you can get the shampoo and conditioner like in reusable. I think it's aluminum containers or something. Some sort of metal where you send it back to them to get it filled up. And you don't ever have to use plastic. But then you can like still stick with your liquid shampoo and conditioner or like body soap. Personally, I've never liked liquid body body wash or gel or whatever. I've never used that. I've always been used to, like, bar soap. So that's not a big change for me. But, like, I just think it's so much better and it really makes me feel cleaner. I don't know. I don't like body wash. Let me know what you guys think. Okay, moving on from that, another thing you can do, it's, like, kind of related to clothes. I'm saying kind of, but, like, it is related to clothes. Um, is thrifting, okay? And I'm sure all of you guys have heard about thrifting. I mean, there's been a lot of hype about it. It's been considered very quote-unquote trendy, which I mean, I think there's a lot of problems with that, just especially because some people like need to thrift because they can't afford all the clothes, but that's that's a different story. But big tip, um, you don't want to, um, thrift, like get all your clothes from thrifting. Because for some people, as I said, that's the only thing they can afford. But again, this is a new and this is a good alternative to like buying new clothes or something. Um, but I definitely don't think you need to purchase all your clothes. I mean, some people really need it. And I know there's like a debate about whether or not like should people thrift, but like people who don't actually need it, like people who can afford to get other things like should they like is it worth it but I mean I think that you can just because um I mean not everyone's gonna buy all the clothes it's not like you have to buy every single item but just like a few things here and there like if you can get something from a thrift store that's like better I feel like than buying something just online and on new but also you can go to like eBay Etsy whatever um and yeah And I think this is important to keep in mind 
just because if you're like, why would I want to go thrifting when I can just like buy something off um, Urban Outfitters or whatever? But it's important to keep in mind that clothing takes a lot, a lot of water and energy to make. And that's, it's like kind of scary, like how much energy it takes just to make like one white shirt. So if you think about like clothes that are colored, other things, it's just a lot. And it's more sustainable to get, like, hand-me-downs or to go thrifting. Of course, you can, like, share clothes with friends. You can, like, get clothes from a sibling, your mom, whatever. But, again, you don't have to, like, keep clothes just because your family gives it to you. But just, like, if they have something cute, be like, hey, can I borrow it? And, again, you don't need to, like, buy things to wear them. Like, you can borrow things from your friends. Like, if you have a formal dinner to go to, you don't need to buy a whole new dress for that. You can just, like... Go into your sister's closet and borrow one of her dresses. Whatever. Um, if my sister's listening, but she definitely doesn't because um, I know for 100% fact she does not listen. But, like, she yells at me every single time I go into her closet. Um, I'm sure if you guys have a sister that you know, they don't like when you borrow your clothes. I know I yell at her when she goes in my closet. But, yeah. Anyway, um, borrow, borrow some of theirs. Please ask. <laughs> Before you do, don't just, like, go in there and take their clothes because no one likes that. And that's just annoying, you know. And also, if you have a lot of clothes and are wanting to clean out your closet, then you could donate clothes to um, Goodwill or sell them online. But often clothes uh, that you donate at Goodwill can go into landfills. So I think it's also important, like, before you go out and donate it, just to try to give it directly to someone, see if anyone wants it, whether that's, like, selling it online, um, lending it to your friend, to your sibling. Make sure they'll actually wear it, though. Don't just, like, give it away to give it away. I know um, for a lot of my clothes, when I was younger, we would bring it to my dad's office. He is a doctor, and the nurses would look through and get some clothes for, like, their kids. So just, like, things like that, like, where people you know actually need it and will actually, like, be able to get the clothes. And, um, again, it's, it's like, for free, so it's, like, helping other people out too. But trying to give it directly to someone I feel like is always good just so you, that you know it'll be used again. And another thing you can do, like I said, you can sell clothes online. Um, I think Facebook Marketplace you can sell clothes, eBay, there's apps you can get on your phone and sell stuff like Macari, ASOS, etc., whatever. And again, you can gift it to a friend or family member. Maybe you have like a friend who always compliments this one shirt and you're like, oh, maybe I'll give it to them and see if they like it. And you can do that. And yeah. Another thing which I feel like I kind of touched on but didn't say directly was just that, like, you can purchase from small businesses. And I think this is a lot more sustainable than just buying from, like, big companies like Amazon or whatever. I know Amazon's making efforts to be more sustainable, but, like, still, I feel like it's better to support small businesses just because you know you're supporting someone else and there's less of a carbon footprint. And um, I just feel like it's better. And also, it kind of makes you feel better, you know, just knowing that you can help someone out you're helping someone fulfill their passion, you're making their day, they're doing something they love, and you're going to get something high quality and nice. I think that's always exciting. I know on Instagram, there's a lot of small businesses. This year, I've actually kind of been obsessed with small businesses. 
Um, I think I've got some masks, got an earrings, shirt, sweatshirt, whatever. This was all like for my birthday and Christmas. But yeah, I love supporting small businesses. I always try my best to do so. And I think this is a lot better than like buying from Romway, Romwe, however you want to say that. Pretty little things, whatever. Um, just because those stores, yes, they sell things so cheap. But like, I feel like you have to think about like, how are they able to do that? Like, that's a little sketchy. Um, like, it just makes me think that there's bad working conditions and that they're not paying the people who actually work there very well. And also, it's really not the best quality. And it's kind of like fast fashion. I mean, not kind of. It is fast fashion, which is another thing. Um, fast fashion is so unsustainable. So a big thing about clothes is that if you're going to buy something new, to buy something that, one, is good quality and that you know will wear for a while, two, you actually like it, it fits well. Don't buy something just because if you're like, mm, I may wear it. No, if you think you may wear it, you're not going to wear it. Um, buy something that because you love it. And even if something is expensive, I feel like if you know you're going to wear it, if it's like a really nice coat and you don't really have another nice coat, like just get it because if you know you're going to wear it all the time, it'll become, it'll be worth it and it'll end up actually being less money than buying a bunch of like crappy coats. Also, you don't need to buy clothes just based on the trends. Buy clothes that you actually like and that you think you'll be wearing for a while. I mean, I think I have clothes from, like, freshman year. I think that might be the oldest just because, obviously, I've, like, grown <laughs> since middle school. But I have, like, jackets from freshman year, good North Face jackets that I wear and that I'll probably keep wearing into college. So just, like, Buy things that are good quality if you're going to buy something new. Don't buy something that's just, like, crappy or whatever that you won't wear. Because really, it's not worth your money, and you can just do a lot better for yourself and for the environment. So, yeah, there's my little rant on fast fashion and clothes. I feel like there's a lot to say about that, but I'll just leave it there. Um, Another thing you can do is go vegan or vegetarian. I mean, this is if you're, like, really invested in being the most sustainable you can be. Just because, um, of course, this is, like, just to preface this, um, this is, like, I guess kind of an extreme thing you can do. A little more, like, something that's kind of permanent, I guess, and, like, a habit that you would have to change. But I definitely think it's really important. I mean, my mom is vegetarian. And, um, I mean, she did it because she couldn't, she had a lot of empathy or sympathy for the animals and it just hurt her too much to eat meat. But then I have, like, my sister who really doesn't like meat, so she doesn't eat it. So if you're one of those people, that's fine. But I think, um, something just to consider is that meat and dairy are some of the biggest contributors to climate change. And they really have, like, a big effect. I mean, if you think about it, I think agriculture is, like, a third. Is like, it's, like, one of the top three things that has been really pushing climate change. Um, so I think that's just important to remember if you're serious about being more eco-friendly. Again, if you can't fully commit to this, if you're like, dude, I, like, I love steak. I love Chick-fil-A. I literally can't do that. I can't even imagine. Um, 
I need milk, whatever. Um, you can just try doing one day a week, having that as like your vegetarian day, like vegetarian Mondays, or I know there's like no meat Monday, whatever. Um, just like you can do things. You don't have to go completely vegan or vegetarian, but you can reduce your consumption of red meat just because, I mean, that's worse for the environment just because cows, um, release like methane gas, you know, which is just not good, not good guys. And so if you want meat, like chicken, and I feel like other white meats are better. And also if you're someone who really wants to be vegan, but like doesn't know how, I mean, obviously I'm not vegan. Okay. But there are like a few swaps that I've made. Like, I mean, I don't drink cow's milk. I'll drink coconut milk, almond milk, oat milk, whatever. Like at my house, we never have cow's milk. And at first, of course, it was like, bit of a shock. I was like, ooh, don't know how I like about this. But again, you get used to it. And I actually really like um coconut milk. That's my favorite. But recently, my family has been getting into oat milk, which is actually really good and does not taste like oats, which is like perfect because I know um almond milk, I it's like fine. My siblings love almond milk, but I can't do it. And then coconut milk does taste like coconut-y. So if you don't like a coconut, you won't like that. But like you can do swaps like that. Try to not eat as much meat. Try to change out your milk. Um, Just being more aware of like what you're eating and how that might affect the environment. And just like if you can make better swaps. And also all this is like just better for you as a person in your house. Because I mean, I think we all know that like eating a bunch of red meat isn't good for us. Like eating steak every day, eating like a burger every day, like that's really not good for your health. So just like this is good for health reasons, the health of the planet, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, I think that's important. But next, um, those were all my tips for just like being more sustainable. But I also wanted to talk about my experience with sustainability and what I've learned because of it. So as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I was obsessed, obsessed, guys, with sustainability over the summer. I mean, I literally watched a bunch of YouTubes, I did research, and I got really into it, and I was obsessed with sustainable YouTubers, I listened to podcasts about sustainability, I was very, very invested. Pretty much, though, I get, like, extremely obsessed with something Every few months, in case you didn't notice, I mean, like, over the summer, sustainability, I started a podcast. This is actually, like, one of the longest things, um, besides, like, me doing art in middle school. Um, what's another thing that I, I don't know. I just get, like, obsessed with things for a few months, and then it's just, like, meh. But I was also really interested in minimalism, right? So I kind of had, like, a little anxiety panic attack over the summer, right? Not really, but I was just like, oh my god, like, my room, I felt like I was suffocating. I was like, there is so much shit in my room, I can't do it. So I literally got rid of, um, like, over half my clothes. My mom thought I was insane. When I showed her my closet after, she was like, what are you gonna wear? I was like, dude, I literally have so much clothes. And now, looking at it, like, I can't imagine, like, not doing it. Um, I got rid of so many clothes donated it, brought it to my dad's office, gave stuff to friends, to my sister. But I always felt like I wasn't doing enough to be sustainable or to 
like be a part of the minimalism movement, whatever. And I think it's just important to realize that being more sustainable is not about being perfect. It's just about helping out a little bit and influence, influencing others to like maybe change the way do thing, they do things. Like what I'm doing right now, just like letting people know your experience, how it affected you and like easy things that they can do just to get started. And also I think it's important to remember that what you're doing won't change the entire world and won't reverse climate change, but it could help others to also make a change in their lifestyle. Therefore, like creating a kind of snowball effect and influencing others and making greater change just by your influence over your friends, your family, just because then they can influence people, you know, it just gets bigger and bigger. But I think that's important to remember. And also any contribution is good contribution. Again, you don't have to go vegan. You don't have to go vegetarian. If all you think you can do is get a reusable water bottle, do it. Okay. Literally, you got it. You don't have to do something big. It can be something little. If you, you can just like not eat meat for dinner on a Monday, whatever. Small things like that. Um, you can switch to a period cup. You don't have to do something big. It can just be something small and yeah. That's on period, guys. Um, but don't forget to leave a review, subscribe, follow, do all the things. And remember that the change starts with you. I literally sound like I've been giving a speech, and I'm sorry, that's like cheesy, but it does. It starts with you and it starts with your um initiative to like do something and to want to change and to want to improve and to want to help the planet and just help yourself too. And I think it's important to remember again, sustainability is hard, guys. It is hard, especially in our capitalist, capitalistic society. It is fucking hard. And it doesn't need to be in every part of your life. Just the parts you're willing to work on. I mean, I know there's people who want to be sustainable, but they have like an insane makeup collection. Then try being more sustainable with your clothes. Like you don't have to apply to every part of your life. Maybe you love eating meat. Okay, great. Try um using switching to a period cup, sustainable underwear, whatever. Just, like, you don't have to change every single part of your life. Just, like, little small things that will really add up. And remember that you got this and be kind to yourself. Everything doesn't happen all at once. And, yeah. Also, check out the links in the description of this episode to find my blog, newsletter, email, etc. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at the Girly Girl Podcast if you haven't already. And also... In the description are two links to two blog posts I wrote about sustainability. Um, one has low waste swaps for teens. Another one is about how to have a sustainable period. So if you're interested in that, definitely do check it out. And I hope they help you. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing week. You are a baddie. You got this. You're a sustainable queen. Even if you're not, you're getting there. And that's okay. That's all that matters is that you're trying, you're trying to be your best and you're trying to do better. And I think that's the biggest thing about it. And yeah, I hope you have an amazing week. Um, Know that I love you. You're amazing. And you got this. Bye.